so welcome to the recap at the end of week 48. Um, these last couple of weeks we have been going through some of the New Testament books. Um, we have been going through um, a couple of three, four days spent in the book of James from day 323 through to 326. We've done First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians and also First Corinthians. Um, of course in these recaps we pick out certain aspects or we look at certain things just for uh, a mere 10 minutes which may seem long as you're listening but goes by very quickly as I'm trying to fit lots of things in um, and, and generally it's a theme we pick out maybe some stories but because we're going through a lot of these books and so much material in them what I want to do in this recap is simply look at something that is mentioned quite a lot during these two weeks and it is the word wisdom. You may have certain thoughts or ideas associated with that and um, we'll look at that uh, in terms of what it means within these passages. It's mentioned in James quite a little bit, um, James chapter 1 verse 5. It's mentioned a lot in 1 Corinthians and so in week 48, um, uh, well end of week 47 to week 48. I'm going to run through some of these verses, you can check them for yourselves. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 17, verse 19, verse 20, verse 21, verse 22, verse 24, verse 30. Chapter 2, verse 1, verse 4, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7, verse 13. I suppose I could have just said 4 to 7. Uh, verse 13, chapter 3, verse 19, and chapter 12, verse 8. And so it's repeated quite a lot. And, and it's one of those biblical themes that is talked about often um, in the Old Testament. It's found in hundreds of places. If you look through a concordance, which is a book where um, you uh, has an English word and it says basically where those appear in the Bible, it takes up a couple of pages worth of things. And so just want to look briefly uh, at what that means today. And it's not the intellectual sense. It's not, sorry, it's not purely the intellectual intellectual sense of wisdom. We turn, tend to think of people being wise if they have degrees or if they have uh, speciality fields or if they're good in a subject. We may think of mastermind where you have your chosen subject and you're able to expand on that and you may be very wise. We may have people in our lives that we think of as being wise. Um, we think of being learned or educated and maybe in our culture and society that word wisdom has all sorts of I want, uh, I'm not going to use the word baggage but all sorts of things that go along with it and preconceived ideas that we have about being wise and having wisdom. Uh, and just in a biblical sense, it's not purely intellectual. It often can mean that. Sometimes in the Old Testament, there's a word called chokmah, which is the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for it. It's found in 150 places with a sense of wisdom. It's in this sense, its use is in a meaning of skill or ability um, imparted by Yahweh to particular individuals. And so it's that sense of wisdom where our gifting people are wisdom and skills. Wis they have wisdom in an ability. Uh, and so maybe that is the, the certain field we think of, of a surgeon who has wisdom about his skill, skill and his field. Uh, we, uh, of surgery we think of people who have wisdom in terms of mastermind pick your subject and so there is that sense of chokmah wisdom there are also divine people which is hakam in the old testament testament which is often referring to a wise person 
to human wisdom, but also divine wisdom. We think of the Christmas story when we talk about wise men. That may be a sense in, um, of course, that we're going in the New Testament there, but that's the, we'll cross over then into the New Testament. Uh, instead of Chokmah, which is the Old Testament, the, the Hebrew word for it, the New Testament, of course, is written as Greek. And it's this term, Sophia, which is a, a kind of a dynamic equivalent for Chokmah, which is translated wisdom. It donates a, a gift that's given to God in order to equip them to live godly lives. And so it, it includes intelligence and deep understanding on subjects. It's a, it includes gifting. It includes skills and abilities imparted by God, but in order to equip them to live godly lives. It's not wisdom for wisdom's sake. It's not wisdom for a degree. It's not expertise in sense of knowledge or understanding but it's wisdom to give a godly life. It's wisdom for life. We see that actually, uh, most obviously, because we've been doing a Bible in a year, we look back to uh, to Solomon in First Kings chapter 3 at the start of that, where God asks him, uh, he can have anything. He can become the wisest man in the world. He could have gold. He could have gifts and skills and abilities. But actually, he asks for discernment. He asks for wisdom to diligently govern, administering justice, to uh, be um, impartial, to, to govern and to lead the people. That's wisdom for his life and God gives them to him and, and blesses him with it. In Second, uh, 1 Corinthians sorry, chapter 2, verse 6 to 16, which we went through uh, in week 48 there, we have this sense that wisdom is something that's almost like a secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden uh, and that God destined for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understand it, for if they understood it, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Uh, and so there's something something other than pure, purely human intellect. Uh, and this wisdom, this Sophia in the New Testament, is a wisdom in order to equip people to live a godly life. It's also referred to wisdom in the sense of being spiritually discerning. Um, which God gives a, a skill, uh, which God gives to people. It's also uh, an adjective found in 14 places, meaning wise in the sense of intelligent or prudent. Uh, and so there, there's all these things wrapped up in it, but it's not just purely uh, a human intellect or, or wisdom. Um, as a little spiel, this is coming from the expository dictionary of bible words which you can get which just give you a little bit of background and give you the various words and terms of the words that are used it says wisdom in the old testament is associated with skill and expertise in a technical sense it also refers to an intelligent capacity for knowledge understanding and discernment in the large majority of contexts, such wisdom is either explicitly or implicitly designated as a gift from god Wisdom is a prerequisite for a rightly ordered relationship with God, resulting in a lifestyle that conforms to God's character and purpose. In short, the wise person will please God in all that he or she does. In the New Testament, the general sense of wisdom as intelligence, understanding and discernment is likewise evident. Yet the transcendent element of wisdom in the spiritual realm comes to supreme expression in Christ, who is depicted as the one who is perfect. In wisdom, having received it from God the Father. Thus the believer who is personally joined to Christ in faith and repentance and intimate spiritual union with him will have access to such wisdom. 
Indeed, under the new covenant, the only way one can become truly wise in the sight of God is to commit oneself to the person of Christ in faith and repentance. For true godly wisdom is found only in him. Only in such a relationship is the believer able to live wisely so as to please God. And so wisdom in the bigger, more expansive, more holy sense is something that is poured out onto us by that right relationship to God as we are personally joined to Christ in faith and repentance in intimate spiritual union, which means our, our ongoing life with him, then we will have access, that pouring out, that blessing of wisdom will be upon us where we become wise not in the sight of men, but in the sight of God. But what comes from that is a rightly ordered relationship with him and a lifestyle that conforms to him, to his character, to his purpose. As that says, in short, the wise person will please God in all that he or she does. Uh, and that's something we seek to be. That's something we seek after uh, as Christians, as those who live in that right relationship with him. We seek to please God, not man. We seek to have the wisdom of God, not men. We seek to be a blessing to pour out that wisdom of God onto others uh, and it's intimately connected with who God is and what he does for us uh, and so that's the wisdom we seek as we go through the Bible as we hear of it uh, and we'll hear that again repeated and repeated that, that imitating the apostles the disciples it's an imitating of the attributes of God and the way in which we live our lives out then around us shows people who God is and shows those people the wisdom of God uh, and so may you be wise over these coming weeks may you be a blessing to others may you show and know that wisdom of God uh, and enjoy the next few weeks <laughs>